It's a shame a thing that we would talk about on this podcast is literally happening, it's happening. while we... <laughs> yeah, it's happening right now. Who does an award show on a Tuesday? It's insane. zero credits and i just want to say that our 400 percent price hike is not corporate greed it is consistent with the value of the brand of zero credits and nothing more and welcome back to zero credits the show where we talk about things i'm ceo henry and i'm lowly cto john and together with the CEO and T- CTO of Zero Credits coming at you to discuss the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist in order to squeeze profit out of previously unsquozen places. You get to make fake executive decisions. I get to make fake technological decisions. Oh, is that why my microphone is powered by a hamster wheel? It is. That's that's one of the fake decisions I made. When I when I was brought on, I needed to increase scalability, decrease technical debt, and I did that in a number of ways with hamsters. Nice. All I do is raise the price of our podcast by 400%, meaning uh, it's still free. It's still free. You can multiply zero by anything you like, and it's still zero unless you multiply it by 100. And now, John, are you aware of the 400% price increase that I'm talking about? I am not. Good, because we'll get into it later. But for now, it's the second week of dry January, and I heard John crack open what sounded like a tasty beverage. Uh, please, Boomer, no juice January. Um, I did crack open a tasty beverage, and that is, of course, the old standby, the HEB unsweetened orange sparkling water. Nice. I hate this so much, I want a beer so bad. <laughs> you know what's been really weird? What? I have been... Since January began, all those days ago, I have been suffering from like allergies. So I've gotten, you know, weird mucusy stuff, sinus things going on. And I don't know if that's related or not, but I have not wanted to drink once this entire year. Oh, well, that's really helpful to have something that not. There's nothing worse than drinking when you're sick. It's not a good feeling. No, I, I'm. And, and the good part, I, I talk about this so often when. I'm not drinking. I keep waking up and feeling fine, which is like amazing. It's the best feeling in the world to wake up without like stomach cramps or like a headache. It's I don't think anything can beat that feeling. I mean, I I know that we talk about this a lot every uh, no juice January, 
but uh, my body is like really operating at what I think is somewhere near peak potential uh, when it comes to like my natural biorhythms, other than lack of sleep due to stress. Oh, I'm, uh, I apologize for the stress. It's it's totally fine. Uh, you shouldn't talk about real estate before going to bed because it gets your heart rate up. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, real estate and future like scheduling plans. That is not for the bedroom. Yeah, it's unless it's you know some little little pillow talk. Talk about interest rates. Uh, <laughs> little pillow talk. Talk about different kinds of pillows. Different kinds of pillows, which you're going to put in your goddamn house now. Yeah, a pillow in every room. I feel good. I made a mistake. Uh, this is my YouTube video where I I try oh. to get a bunch of views. <laughs> By okay, titling so, yeah. it, I made a mistake. You made a mistake. The thumbnail is you looking like solemn, maybe a little teary-eyed, maybe like a little bit of a misty cheek going on. Yeah, and, uh, and there's thought, like a, the background's blurred. Yeah, so so I've clicked play on okay. your YouTube video. What happens? Here, here we go. Guys, I made a mistake. But first, I'd like to mention our sponsor, NordVPN. Have you ever been browsing the NordVPN? I don't think this guy's very, I don't think this guy's very sincere. Is for you. Okay, listen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a pre-recorded ad read. Even though it looked like I just flowed right into <laughs> so There it. was no cut. There was no cut from yeah. ad read back into message. I know it looked like it, but I messed up. And I, I have to own up to that. I actually, dur- during No Juice January, I, on uh, two occasions, have gone to Austin Beer Works. That seems like a no-no. And uh, ordered uh, hop water, which is a sparkling water with hops in it, and uh, drank it. And um, Does that it, count? It, it counts. There's no alcohol in it. Okay. Uh, but it, it made me really want a tasty, tasty beer, because turns out when you really like the way beer tastes, the worst thing to do is be around dozens of people drinking it <laughs> and having a really good time. We, not the yeah. not the best choice. Anyway, NordVPN promo oh code God. mistake for twenty percent off your first month. Goodbye, <laughs> and the video is going to continue for fourteen and a half more minutes. Please continue to watch the rest of it. Smash that like button. I'm going to interrupt later, cheeseheads. The bit has run dry. Yeah. Uh, so a, a restaurant near our, my house recently renovated itself, picked a new name, apparently got new ownership, had a new menu and all this stuff. And this was relatively recent, like within the last month or so. So we, we finally went to go check it out. And uh, there was a bit of a wait. And as we were waiting, someone who I could only perceive to be one of the managers kept coming to us to offer us drinks. And I kept having to say no. Oh, boy. It, it was an Italian place, though, so you know it was like wine. I'm like, I'm sure these wines are delicious, and we're even like, where we're waiting for our table was by the bar. Everybody was drinking. I was like, huh. So this is what it's like to be completely sober. It, it really does uh, lay bare the uh, the totality to which alcohol has pervaded our culture such that I don't think I could have anything resembling what I consider to be a normal life if I was actually sober, because it is a a very big part of the social circles we run in, especially with our like generational 
cohort. So it'd be tough to actually be sober. A lot of respect to people who are. Yeah. No, it, yeah, it was January 1st and we found ourselves at a uh, pint house pizza. Oh no. And, uh, Jamie was like, oh yeah, we can get a couple of uh, beers and some pizza. And I was like, well, you can, I, I can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can have a pizza. And we did. And it was a delicious pizza and we got a salad to go with it. And it was a great time, but it was just like, just a little reminder that, Hey, it's out there. It's lurking in, in the corners of your mind, the alcohol. Oh, it's, it's so scary because we're going through a process right now. Where we're having to meet a lot of people to talk about things and, you know, people don't want to meet in your house, even though I'm like, we have a good bed. Uh, no one wants to meet you there. No one wants um, to meet you in your bed, John. To discuss your business dealings. So over the next two days, we are meeting someone at Austin Beerworks again. And then the day after, we are meeting someone in an office across from a Poor House, which is the poor man's Pint House Pizza. Uh, actually, I think it goes like Pint House, Home Slice, six or seven more places, and then Poor House. I like Poor House. I've never been. Uh, it's pretty good. It's up. Uh, it's up in our neck of the woods, ish. I mean, it was. It was literally by our my old neck of the woods. Oh man, we should have gone there. They have cheap beer, and at the time, they had like a really great vegan pizza. I could have ordered. Yeah. Well, we didn't know about it until you had moved. Damn. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All of this to say, alcohol is lurking like a thief in the night. It will steal everything you care about if you let it. It's true. And speaking about stealing everything, if you let it, John. Oh, you, are you talking about the guy who broke into our house and smoked crack? No, that didn't happen. It happened to a friend of ours. That sounds horrifying. And yes, I am talking about that guy. <laughs> oh, if, no. If that guy's name is Moderna CEO, Stephane Bank, Bainsell, Bankel, Bainsell. <laughs> Wait, is a is a bang cell the opposite of an incel? <laughs> uh, yes, they're um, they're just someone who's celibate but drinks a lot of bang energy. Yep. What's going on with Moderna? Moderna has announced that they're considering to to raise the price of the COVID nineteen vaccine by over four hundred percent. John, wow, what a um, spineless cash grab! Yeah, uh, previously, the company, the pharmaceutical giant, had sold the vaccine for $26 per dose to the, un to the U.S. government, who would then distribute it to us for free, uh, but they are considering, considering to increase it to $110 or $130 per do dose, uh, which seems like a bad move. Yeah, considering that this is a, we as a country have admitted that this is a thing. Honestly, we as the world have admitted this is a a thing that's not going away. Right, like it, it's endemic to. So, uh, I mean, obviously, Moderna was able to exist charging the previous price for it. I mean, yeah, it's not even though they're recouping, 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 recouping. It's not even though they, as though it's not though, look, it's not, it's not even as if they're recouping development costs for the vaccine because they were fully subsidized and bankrolled by the U S government to begin with real quick aside. 
Um, if you develop something that is entirely bankrolled by the United States, it should be free to citizens of the United yeah. States because we paid we for paid you to for make it. it. We already paid for it is the thing. Like we, we – Sure. We'll pay manufacturing costs. I'm okay with paying 15 cents for a shot of the Moderna vaccine. Exactly. Like this is such a stupid thing. The virus isn't going anywhere. We're going to need boosters probably every year or so. And the thing that really gets me is that the th- this the, 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 it's a trend that these companies, these corporations keep doing time and time again. They get an install base. They get guaranteed customers, let's call them, guaranteed end users of their product. And Which then is to they say people who don't want a horrible virus. Right. And then they charge that the, they 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 just inflate the price beyond all belief in order to make more money. And it's like, look, just just ride the wave, guy. It, it, just just ride the money that you're getting you don't need to increase it it's fine i mean i I don't think that we living in a neoliberal capitalist society that operates as ours does could ever expect a corporation to operate in any other way because i mean really the calculus that you do in today's society is who is the customer we should charge the most uh, and that is the customer with the cancer. <laughs> like the the people we should charge the most are the people who need the thing the most because they have the least power to deny it. Uh, yeah. and, and if we're admitting that COVID is endemic, man, you have a huge base of extremely sticky customers, a.k.a. people who don't want to have horrible complications from a largely unknown virus. Uh, so it, it only makes sense for them to do that. Uh, once again, living in a capitalist neoliberal society that we live in, the government's not going to do anything about this. But in a just society, this is exactly the kind of thing the government should do something about. Exactly. And it's not as though the price increase is like trying to, to make Moderna, you know, profitable. Uh, apparently, in 2022, their COVID vaccine sales totaled approximately $18.4 billion. Pretty good. That seems like a good amount to like reinvest back in your company and go down a different avenue. You know, like, okay, we, we got this money from COVID sales. We'll keep that price the same. And now we'll take this money and develop a new thing to that that we can then upcharge people to to hell and back you know like expand your business don't price gouge develop something that like you know children with epilepsy need to live and then charge those children twelve thousand dollars okay well great example uh, obviously as as a pharmaceutical company it's what they're going to do no matter what because the, the, the way that our economy is structured is on this i don't want to get into it too much our economy is structured on the fallacy that growth is infinite for private companies that the line will always go up shareholder value must not just be maintained but it must grow and the only way to grow shareholder value indefinitely is to take it out of the hides of people like (laughs) 
Extract value money. is always yeah. extracted from somewhere. If Extract- we live in a world where we say companies grow infinitely and they grow shareholder value infinitely, where's that value coming from? Look, look, if we can mine the bone marrow out of people, we can really extract some value from them. I mean, look, line goes up mentality means that we all have a little computer in our pockets built by slaves. It's not good. It isn't. And uh, so I'm going to join in uh, the call from, uh, who are these people? Um, Elizabeth... Uh, Warren, Peter Welch, um, and other senators who aren't named in this article have, have already like issued calls to these CEOs because Pfizer is doing apparently a similar thing. I mean, uh, yeah. to stop being greedy, and we urge you to back off from your proposed price increase. And ensure COVID-19 vaccines are reasonably priced and accessible to people across the United States. Wow, that's really good. I wish we lived in a system where that could end with, because if you don't, we will gut your company from the inside out. Right. I we mean, will honest- put you all out of work unless you do what we, ostensibly, some of the most powerful people in the country want you to do. Isn't this what regulatory bodies are supposed to be doing? I love when when politicians, particularly politicians of, like, very advanced station, have, like, calls where they're like, please, just do this thing. Like, you guys are the ones. Right. You guys are the ones who can do things about this, and you're saying, please stop. My favorite are the ones that, where they, they... go to the media and they say, well, somebody should do something about this. And the media never like turns the finger back on them and say like, um, you're the one who's supposed to be doing something. You're the doer. You're the doer. We wanted to do something about it by electing people who we thought would do something about it. Yeah. It's a, it's a major, it's a major issue here in this country right now. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's not great, but Hey, at least, uh, AstraZeneca still good, I guess. Uh, sure, yeah. The Johnson and Johnson only has what, like a bunch of complications and problems, and sh- probably shouldn't be trusted. Yeah. There's also, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. Let's it's get all... off COVID. Let's, as a country, get off COVID. We've all got XBB point one point five, so yeah, we're over it. We probably all had COVID and thought it was just allergies. It was Uh-oh. allergies. This whole time, just allergies. Just allergies. Uh, I've got a little snippet of something that I think you're going to like, John. Oh? It's on the list of taboo topics that we promised we'd never cover. But in light of the anniversary of the January 6th, Attempted insurrection on the United States government. Uh, please, revolution. Revolution, if you will. <laughs> uh, um, please, a spirited gathering, if you if you will. A large amount of the January 6th committee transcripts have been released because it's been a year, I guess. I don't know. And uh, somebody whose name has been cut off this tweet, so I cannot give credit, dug through them to find what I, what they dub and what I agree is the weirdest moment so far. Uh, okay. There were a lot of weird moments leading up 
to the January 6th attempted insurrection. Yes. Uh, well, this is a very weird one and very fun. I think you can relate. Uh, this is. Uh, uh, there are a lot of ways in which I relate to those proud patriots, Henry. I get it. I get the joke you're making. And after I read this, you will be biting your tongue, for you will relate more with this one person than to anyone you've ever related to before in your life. I'm excited. Uh, this moment happens between witness Samuel Armez and his lawyer, Anessa Santos. Uh, I'm going to have to read their names before their lines, because that's just how this is going to work. Uh, Mr. Armez, sorry, I'm cramping. Miss Santos, okay, take a moment, take a moment, take a moment. Go ahead, and that's all right, take a moment. Redacted, do you want a quick Mr. Armez? No, no, I'm good. I just did a Miss Santos, Charlie Horse, Charlie Horse. Just Mr. Armez, I'm good. I just did leg day today and I maxed out my PR squats and now it's hurting. Oh, Miss Santos, take a moment. Directional note, he's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing directional note. Mr. Armez, no, I'm good. I'm good. Man, this is embarrassing. Redacted, you're all right. I understand what you're feeling. Miss Santos, it's okay. Take a moment. Mr. Armez, no, I'm good. We're good. I'm back. By the way, <laughs> that PR was 425 pounds. Oh, Redacted. Boy. Redacted. That will now be in the congressional record, so that's good. Mr. Armez, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> oh boy so, <laughs> never never have i identified so much with someone you know i've i've never um collapsed to the floor also gotta say a uh, classic person who doesn't lift weights thing to say is saying i just maxed my pr squats <laughs> yeah, it sounds no like one has ever said Sounds like NPC talk. Like, yeah, bro, <laughs> I just maxed my PR squats. <laughs> I uh, I know that the the whoever stenographer, uh, I suppose, was transcribing these. Uh, I bet there was a lot of over like talking over each other, but I really like to imagine they were speaking in turn as it seems they were in the transcript where he's like writhing on the ground saying, I'm good. I'm good. No, take a moment. Take a moment. I'm good. I'm back. Uh, and also I, the I, only directional note with him being on the floor, I never imagined that he returned from the floor uh, in, in the, <laughs> I just imagined he was lying on the floor uh, saying that it was cool that his squat PR was in the congressional record. <laughs> I I just wonder who redacted it. <laughs> um, maybe the judge. Oh, possibly the judge. I don't know how congressional hearings work. Uh, usually there's no judge. Yeah, I don't think there's a judge. Congressman? Or yeah, woman? usually there, there's congressmen. Um, Congresspeople? I don't know why someone would be redacted out of a congressional thing, though. Oh, it was actually um, famed 
80s bodybuilder Lee Priest was uh, was in the audience. <laughs> oh, in the audience. <laughs> the audience the secret. Of, the of the congressional hearing. Yeah, the behind closed doors congressional hearing. They had famed bodybuilder Lee Priest. Now, Lee Haney couldn't be there because he was too busy eating sweet potatoes. And the two Lees could never be in the same room at the same time. They can't. Christopher Lee was there, though. Yes. As a ghost? Yeah, as a ghost. He is everywhere. I uh, that is the most insane thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Just a fun little moment, uh, apparently, from the uh, the January sixth committee hearings. Is this from... guy like one of them? Was he? Oh, it said witness. I don't know what that means. Okay. Well, if if this is if by witness it means he was at the thing doing the thing, then uh. Maybe some of the people involved in that might have been slightly mentally ill. Because <laughs> this looking, person seems yeah. not normal. <laughs> Trying to look up witness Samuel Armes does not seem to... No, I have circled back to the same tweet. I cannot find anything else. Oh, maybe we can find him on Facebook later. Don't worry about it. I won't worry about it. But yeah, it's just a little little levity to come out from what... Could have been the darkest day in our nation's young history. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, um, you know, pretty funny stuff to learn from this. Like what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to, like, add add a small amount of levity. Yeah? It's, um, you know, it's it's tough to think about. But, you know, a lot of those people are in prison now, or at least heading to prison. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as it should be. You know what's funny? what uh brazil i don't know if you know of this country it's called brazil like the nut <laughs> like the nut my friend wow they i think actually they call it brazil but brazil just recently had an, a, an attempted insurrection of uh, 400 insurrectionists poured onto the national congress and tried to overpower it and guess what happened there john uh what happened over 400 people were arrested and processed the same day as the insurrection. I mean, yeah, you'd hope if someone tries to overthrow your government, the wheels of justice would turn pretty swiftly. It's crazy, though, because if you recall, uh, a year ago, a bunch of people swarmed the Capitol. I feel like they killed two to three uh, Washington like police guard people. And then they were allowed to leave and board planes and fly back to their homes. Yeah, and then only a year later have some of them even come close to facing repercussions. And that that also came as a result of like passing the passing of the powers that be and and you know their protections not being in place anymore. It's um, I don't know, man. I feel like there's no scales falling from the eyes moment in american history in our lifetimes on the january 6th insurrection yeah because well, it, it it makes it's like it's like if you're seeing a play right and then like one of the lights falls down and crushes somebody and then the play just keeps happening yeah, it's it's seeing it. It's it's kabuki. It's it's theater. It's things continuing to function, but there's some deep underlying disorder that everyone can see, but nobody's talking about. 
I mean, absolutely, yeah. And the person who cut down the light that crushed the actor after the yes, play was over. Yes, there's someone to blame. <laughs> that's that's important. After the play was over, they they you know stood on stage and said, "I did that, by the way. Here's my Facebook page and where I work and where I live." And then they were allowed to leave the theater and drive home. Yeah, and then just like everyone in the play continues, and people in the audience are like, "Shouldn't we arrest that guy?" And just no one does anything. And then you realize that the uh, the theater. Um, was owned by somebody who invited that person in and told them to cut the that rope. Oh, to- that that is crucial. A guy actually came out before that happened and said, "Hey, if I have anybody up in the light rigging right now who wants to cut down a light and crush somebody, I'm telling you to do it. Yeah. And uh, then they were allowed to leave and they stole the script of the play and uh, for selling to other theaters so they could do the play too. And then you leave the theater confused. And then a year later, someone's like, hey, good news. We maybe saw some weird stuff in that one guy who incited the murders taxes. Yeah. And then, yeah, a year later, it turns out the owner of the theater never paid taxes on the theater or any of his other many businesses. And that's like, that's cool, but I feel like we're past the taxes thing now. Right. That would be like, hey, this unrelated, this other theater owner has a son who has a laptop. Like, I feel like we should have cared about that before the light thing. Right. I think priority-wise, the light thing is what we should be looking into right now. Yeah, one of these things has super like big implications for future attempts at cutting, you know, rigging down to to squash actors on stage. And the other one is just something we probably should have dealt with already. Yeah, also that guy is hinting that he's going to open a new theater and come back and tell people to do it again. Yeah, that old, you know what they say about old horses? Wait, you know what they say about old dogs? Yeah, can't teach them new tricks. Yeah, they they just do the same tricks that they were born with. Man, I, I don't... I mean, I'm glad that we used uh, charade and allegory because I think we've we've masked sufficiently what we were trying to say such that um, no one could possibly read into what we were saying and how we feel about current events. Yeah, no, obviously. We never even said a single name. How do they know who we're talking about? I just don't get it. Like, we're still on this Rachel Maddow shit. <laughs> Why are, yeah. It's so serious, and we're yeah. just not doing anything. The cra- like, there have been so many times in the past five years where something historical happens and has widespread implications for daily life, but it's just sort of like, oh, we're still doing this. We're still going to work every day. We're still. I gotta. I gotta care about reports and status sheets and i okay we're still doing all right nothing's changed (laughs) nothing everything's normal can i if we're if we're talking briefly politics can i be upset about something for five minutes and then we can move on uh yeah timer starts now you know the speaker vote that everyone's talking about oh Uh, yeah that's fun that, that was a fun little charade huh 
that's fun. And everyone is like posting things about it and like gloating about McCarthy not getting the vote, making memes about it, whatever. I'm like, that's cool. But the forces that were causing McCarthy not to get the vote, it's actually really bad that he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> because him not getting it implies that at the highest, at some of the highest levels of power, uh, people who are far right, murderous QAnon lunatics are starting to move the other political party in this country in a direction. It means yeah. they finally have enough power to start making real changes. And it's cool that that one lady was reading a book while that other guy yelled, but that's all really superfluous theater layered on top of something we should really be concerned about. Well, what's crazy and not to interrupt your five minutes, but what's crazy to me is that that vote failed so many times because of literal domestic terrorists like people, allegedly, in your opinion, in my opinion, uh, were not compromising with their own party. And at no point, at no point was bipartisanship a solution. That's what scares me. Yes. It's like, oh no, we would rather compromise with the people who are trying to incite violence and have un unhinged batshit ideas about how this country should be rather than reach across the aisle and grab literally one vote. Yeah. We we would we would rather let the worst people win than to in any way act in a bipartisan way. It's uh, very scary. Uh, and I feel like people aren't getting it or talking about it, or maybe it's just too dark to think about. But it's starting to be a real problem. Uh, now, granted, it is pretty funny that the GOP has been working towards like a grand and admittedly very intelligent political project for the last f 40 years. Uh, and and now, because of Donald Trump, it has grown this third arm that they didn't anticipate that is kind of tearing the party apart. That's funny for now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but eventually, once the party's torn apart, one of one of those ideologies is going to be the one that everyone has to have to play ball. And I think I know which one it is. Oh, we've already seen evidence of of that. Uh, of people embracing that that other side. Yeah. It's uh, bad. <laughs> it is bad. And possibly will get worse. But hey, we'll just keep an eye on it. And maybe next year's bingo will have, I don't know, the death of a nation on it. I mean, look, we can all... Let's make that the free space. Come on. <laughs> uh, it's It's... We'll get off this. For yes. sure. Yeah, okay. But it's almost like it was a problem that we, as a party, if I were to lump myself with any party in the, in the United States, we saw that one of the groups was rallying around uh, an ideological banner of becoming intractable, difficult, and violent. And we said, ah, yes, we have the perfect solution we have the, the the anathema to that style of thinking, which is we will be um, uh, cow-towed, hyper 
intellectual nebbish milk toast dweebs about it right we will end fight about the dumbest things while the nation burns. <laughs> oh, there's a man in this room and he's attacking me. The only thing that I can do is be as weak as possible. <laughs> Maybe I'll defeat that strong, angry man with my thoughts and my books. Look, look, if I just think positive thoughts and if I don't offend anybody, then the nation shall heal itself. Look, if I make a point of, of shade clapping and reading the subtle art of not giving a fuck while someone is stabbing me with a boar hunting spear, I'm the better person. Uh, it's, it's, it's not good. It's not, it's not good. Yes. Uh, but like you said, we're going to get off this. And I think we should pivot off politics, John. Please, I'm sick of it. To politics, John. I love it. Feed it to me. <laughs> Uh, John, how do you feel about a little state we like to call Louisiana? Oh, hate it. Okay. Uh, well, this changed no, your Louisiana's, mind. No, Louisiana's fine. Louisiana's no, no, no. You, you've made your stance clear. You're being okay. strong. In okay. the, well, no, I, I, I'm I hate st- it. I need to be strong. <laughs> you need to be strong. But will this change your mind, John? Because... As of January 1st, websites containing 33.3% or more of pornographic content are responsible for checking users' age. Uh, That's right. Louisiana law requires you to input your ID to view porn. Okay. Um, Really interested where that percentage came from. Uh, It is a third no, no, no. I, I mean, I understand that. But if I if I didn't want to code something that had people enter their age when they go to a pornographic website, couldn't I just put, I don't know, 70% of my website is just <laughs> links to BuzzFeed articles <laughs> and the rest is pornography? I need to move this product. It is explicit in nature. And I need to move... Not as much of it as possible. I just need to make sure my install base can access it. Uh, so each porno- uh, each unit of this product will come with five pages of like text leading into it that is completely not related, much like the recipe <laughs> page yes. in a cookbook. Absolutely. We need long-form text generators to fill websites so that's the thing, right? You 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 age gate websites for pornography. Yes. That, I feel like that's been a thing, but I, I don't know. I I mean, you have to enter your age to go to a website about beer now, apparently. So that makes sense. I here's my thing. I'm just trying to figure out how you determine that something is a third porn and what websites (laughs) out there are a third porn does some pornography mean more than other pornography what is the percent of a website that is a great question uh if we break all content on a website into cubic units yeah then 33.3 percent of the cubic units on Uh that site yeah if it's explicit in nature requires you put in uh you go through this process using all past trust to verify your age okay so here's what we'll do 
We'll have a website that has pornographic videos on it, sure. But we host one very, very, very low-resolution, soundless video of a tree frog that is 140 days long. (laughs) Right. Is it length of video, number of images? What does an image count for in the percentage? That's a great question. Is it bytes? It might be bytes. So as long as that is the highest quality sound invisible video <laughs> of a tree frog you're in the money I, i'm learning more about this process not all, it, it requires you input your driver's license that's where this differs oh that's from, uh very prohibitive yeah that's where this differs from other age-gated content because you're actually providing your identification to access a website i mean i don't want to give a pornographic website my id well, you're giving it to a third party called oh, All Pass Trust. Yes. Uh, and sure, what, you can trust them. What it they has, do, it's in the name. Right. Um, what What a certain mainstream website that I'm unfamiliar with, what is Pronhoob? Oh, it's a hoob for sh- small shrimp. Yeah, so Prunehob, uh, they assure you that they are not collecting any of your data in this process. Sure. A very reputable company who has really uh, crystal clear ethics. Exactly. And uh, they do no vouching on the behalf of all past trust either. And they're the ones actually collecting the data. So using the loophole, which might be not the only type of hole that Pranhub is used to, uh-huh. Zing. Zing. I just want to get that zinger in there. Uh-huh. They are they're 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 saying they're completely trustworthy. Give me your ID. That's um okay, so tree frog video is in like 80k. 80k. <laughs> like it 20 is, times 4k. If you licked your monitor, you would taste tree frog. <laughs> yes. Uh don't do that with any of the other videos on our website. Yeah, I've never heard of all pass trust before hold on i'm having a da vinci code moment oh god pass trust remove the p add a h after the d what is happening (laughs) you move the letters around like lord voldemort and then you realize what's really going on what is it john (laughs) i can't say the listeners will have to solve the cipher themselves uh, this is, uh, this is dumb. I, I wouldn't necessarily, I don't want any company to have that many people's driver's license information. Yeah. It's, it's dumb. And uh, websites are immediately going to find a way around this. And then what do you do? You have the state of Louisiana audit and legislate every pornographic website. Uh, good luck. Yeah. So the, the aim of the bill is to prevent minors from being exposed to illicit materials, explicit materials, things of that nature. Uh, and largely what this bill does is outline, uh, punishments for commercial entities that distribute harmful material to minors. Um, how, how, what punishments are we talking about? I mean, wait, okay. Okay. Oh, Any see, commercial entity that is found to have violated this section shall be liable to an individual for damages resulting from a minor's accessing the material, including court cost and reasonable attorney fees as ordered by the court. 
So well, the, I mean, court the, costs of what? Yeah, the per- so it sounds like the person would have to have had viewed it, and then they turn around and sue the company for damages resulting <laughs> okay. from their accessing the material, and then they are awarded court cost and reasonable attorney fees as ordered by the court. Oh my god, we gotta take this offline, but Henry, I have a fantastic money-making scheme for you. <laughs> we I just need... A, I have... All we need is a battery of children. <laughs> we just need... And yeah. we would make so much money. <laughs> we need an army of children who are accessing things. Listen, okay, we don't I, tell I looking... them what to do, but you leave a 13-year-old alone... With a laptop long enough and a driver's license just hanging out in that room that they can access. They'll go there. You don't have to tell them to do it. Yeah. I was looking for a... I was looking for a definition or a a delineation of the 33% thing. I have stumbled on some of the most interesting wording in a bill ever. And they pay attorney costs. This is, I mean, we we pay these kids. Obviously, we pay them. We pay them uh, sag oh. rates. I uh, I have found. Oh, I have found the definition of pornography legally. Um, that shouldn't exist. There actually shouldn't be a legal definition of that. Oh, here it is. Okay. Do I read this? I mean, we have to know if do you this want me. Do you want to hear me say these words, John? We have to. I I have to imagine it's like relatively uh, sterile in its description. Uh, it is clinical. It is clinical. Okay. Uh, any of the following material that exploits is devoted to or principally consists of depictions of actual, simulated, or animated display or depiction of any of the following in a manner patently offensive for, with respect to minors. Uh-huh. That's the colon lead-in. Uh, uh-huh. Here we go. Pubic hair, anus, vulva, genitals, or nipple of the female breast, touching, caressing, or fondling of nipples, breast, oh, buttocks, I, I thought just anuses, touching was its gen- own. Okay. <laughs> or genitals. Sexual intercourse, masturbation, sodomy, bestial- bestiality, Oral well, there's copula. more legal problems there, honestly. Uh, oral copulation. Flagellation? Flagellation, sure. Is, isn't that like weird? Like and flagellation used to be like a religious thing. You would whip yourself oh. and I guess, I don't know. Excretory functions, exhibitions, or any other sexual act. And then the final thing is the material taken as a whole lacks serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value for minors. Okay, man. Henry, I have my second great business idea. <laughs> what is it? Um, educational <laughs> pornography <laughs> for children. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to veto that pretty hardly. Okay, okay, pretty, that's fair. That's a, that's a, that, that that's a full veto from me. Okay, what if it's the barest definition? <laughs> what if it's the barest definition of pornography but fully <laughs> educational? Fully, it, yeah. It is it is something that is explaining exceptionally well the basics of organic chemistry. However, <laughs> In the corner, 
Someone is touching or caressing a breast. Okay, I, to make this to make this fully loophole-ish. Yeah, it is completely educational, but somebody in the corner, fully clothed, is flagellating themselves. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, because then it's not it's not explicit in any way, but according to their rules, it would be pornographic in nature. Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's my question. How do we actually make money from this? Because we'd essentially be marketing. Listen, it's really weird, but it's not There's no way to make money. I it's thought not this was an art project. technically pornography. It, there, from what I can tell here, there, I don't see anything in here about 33%. I wonder where that came from. I wonder if it was just something that was like snappy and grabbed for a headline. Yeah. Or maybe it was a soundbite from uh, like a um, a, a someone who signed the law. I'm just going to go ahead and look up Louisiana porn. Okay, that's going to get you some good examples. Look at all them alligators. Um, look yeah. at all them alligators. Yeah, it really, really immediately gave me actual porn. Amazing. Uh, but it did give me NPR eventually yeah i do not see this 33 percent thing anywhere i guess hmm wait what what is happening here wow looks like it's not it's not good they define news gathering organization and they go in a like a lengthy what are the news organizations in louisiana doing I, I don't know. I'm I'm very I'm very concerned if if we take off the fun porn hat for a second and put on the boring hat. Uh this has like huge privacy concerns. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You should never give your full ID to anybody online. I mean, the driver's license is an extremely sensitive piece of information and it's something that you're asked for Pretty rarely. So let's say, for the sake of argument, that uh, all pass, all trust, trust, whatever, yeah, all trust is like a totally above board organization that is immune from leaks, which is academic because no security tool is immune from leaks. Uh, assuming they store that information, which they must. But even assuming that, you're increasing the incidence of people entering their driver's license information, and you can't guarantee that people don't have something like a key logger or uh, a, a key observer installed on their phone or their computer. So you're increasing the chances of this information being shared with nefarious third parties it's dumb you shouldn't very ask dumb. people to voluntarily give up personal information on the internet unless it's strictly necessary and it's a little classist yeah driver's licenses are hard to get yeah you gotta pass a test you mean to tell me if you're a 44 year old man who got a dui you can't look at 33.3 percent porn anymore yeah, according to this, That's... what are ho what are homeless people supposed to do when they go to the library? Exactly, the homeless library people... should have a loaner driver's license. <laughs> yeah, I, it's good. I mean, the the states and nations don't have any federally distributed ID besides driver's license, and that was kind of like a 
a catch-all sort of de facto thing. It wasn't ever really meant to be that sort of like identification thing. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's a sticky situation indeed, John. Ah, uh, it is. Drop this. We do need, <laughs> we need we need like social insurance cards or something. We we need government issued IDs for every uh, person in the United States. Also, uh, getting things like government assistance shouldn't require permanent address. We do a lot of really awful classist things that totally. Uh, eliminate people on the margins of our society from participating in things that could help them. And now you mean to tell me they can't even watch gangbangs? No, not if it's 33.4% of the website's content. Well, at the very least, this is all happening in Louisiana, which has robust social protections for people, very little income inequality. Um, Not... uh, not a historically uh, corrupt or inequitable state at all. No. Nope. Uh, so it's it's all fine in the land of the bayou. Oh, man, the, where the sun shines? Sun <laughs> shines everywhere. I don't mean to... It shines everywhere. A different sun shines in the bayou. <laughs> Louisiana. We're still on the Napoleonic Code. <laughs> Uh, what did Napoleon think about porn? Maybe they should have consulted him because it's what the rest of their goddamn laws are based on. Uh, what did Napoleon? Hold on, let me just think look up Napoleon porn. Of porn. Uh, well, NPR has a an article from 2008 that says entitled "The Twisted Journey of Napoleon's Privates." Oh, Napoleon's... Wait, did you mean to tell me that Napoleon's boner was apart from him? Uh, right? Huh? Huh? Uh, drop this. <laughs> drop, drop this. Wait, hold on. I did find an article from the American Conservative about this. Yeah? Uh, quote, great news... Oh, it's written from Rod Dreher. Ugh. Ugh. A quote, great news from Louisiana is not a phrase you hear very often, but in this case, it is true and very welcome. Text of the law. <laughs> uh, fantastic. <laughs> What's Rod, happening? <laughs> Rod Dreher says, it should be a model for states all across the country, a common sense measure that is long overdue. Of course, there will be ways to get around it, but anything that makes the job of these evil people, these porn providers... More difficult is to be celebrated. This is the kind of thing that should be an easy sell to both Democrat and Republican lawmakers. I don't know about that. All over the country. Let's see more of it. For once, Louisiana leads the way. Oh, I feel no. like Rod Dreher, the, the wet paper towel that he is, has more of a problem with Louisiana than I do. Oh, uh, yeah. And sounds like it. But I, how can anyone... How could anyone be for more government oversight? I don't... Stop well, it. here's the thing, Henry. Okay. When you're a conservative, you hate big government. Unless it uh, upholds your draconian values and uh, harms or inconveniences people who have beliefs that might be different than yours. Oh, okay. Right. To own the, the, the others. Yeah, to own the libs. I don't want the government coming into my home. I do want them coming into the home of my enemies, dragging them out by their hair and shooting them in the street. Okay, okay, noted, noted. 
That is uh, that is conservative big government. I feel like I'm on one. I don't know. I we can get off this. Henry, drop this. Okay. <laughs> Wait, no, don't drop the idea of dropping this. Oh, uh, we. I mean, we can. We can. Whatever. Everyone's gonna look at porn. Right. I look. If you don't give people access to porn, they're gonna make it in the streets. <laughs> They're just going to find other ways. <laughs> They're just going to find ways to get stuck in dryers in the street. Oh, no. Step government. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, no. Oh, no. Ter- <laughs> truly terrible. Truly awful. Is that not good enough for the title of the episode? It, it absolutely is. It's got to be. Uh, You've been on a roll with these episode titles lately. Let's. I think. It, okay. Okay. All of this aside, I think it's finally time to pivot off politics. Okay, great. I hate politics. If I talk about yeah. it for one more second, I'll fucking explode. Cool. Uh, everyone plug your ears. Because John's about to explode. Uh, <laughs> after a fierce campaign of busing immigrants to various people's houses. Governor Uh, Greg Abbott says that Texas desperately needs more money to address the border uh, after spending millions on busing migrants to other parts of the country. We desperately need money also as part of a cruel political stunt. (laughs) I've spent millions of your tax dollars. Uh, yes, Greg Abbott, who could have spent, I don't know, any of those millions improving the energy infrastructure in the state of Texas after a devastation pa- devastating power failure, t- like, what was that? Two years ago. Two years ago. Uh, instead spent millions hiring buses and getting immigrants on buses and lying to those immigrants that they're being taken to a place uh, that would like give them jobs and things like that to people's doorsteps, and also Martha's Vineyard for some reason. Uh, let Let's talk about this whole busing thing for a second, because it's like on the right, it's seen as like a fun political stunt. But what an unbelievably expensive and cruel thing to do! Like for the sake of a political stunt, you're doing something. That is further ruining the most desperate people's lives. <laughs> like you're, it, it's it's truly horribly cruel. I, I one uh, there should be a law. I don't know why this isn't a law. I feel like it should be. There should be a law about lying about employment opportunities. That should be a law because clearly the. I mean, I've been there. The unemployed are some of the most oppressed people in this country. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. They're going through so much to oppress them. Yeah, they're going through so much. They don't need governors of states lying to them about job opportunities in other places. They just have to get on this bus first. No, I promise. It's um, yeah, I I think it is uh, unbelievably cruel and indicative of a of a turn that we're making as a country. Well, a, a turn that the right is making in this country. To uh, at the expense of people's lives and uh, their own state's money, uh, they are willing to own the libs. Yeah, and, and in, let's in let's, such a way that is completely inhuman. Let's just take a look at that money. Texas desperately needs money to 
combat the border. Well, yeah, after spending uh, $20 million busing migrants out of the state, uh, I feel like this is a case of, well, you had $20 million, Mr. Abbott. You could have spent that on addressing the problem instead of playing your little bus game. Yeah, you could have intelligently tried to address the the border issue. Uh, you you maybe could have made it easier for people who are immigrating to the United States to legally move to Texas, where they would actually provide substantial economic stimulus per person, which in the long term would give your state more money. Right. Uh, in, in addition to if if it's your particular picadillo uh, to enforce more stringent protections at the border, you could have done both of those things. Uh, but instead, you did something uh, super cruel. It's it's so stupid. It's so mean. It's like Florida and Texas are hand in hand being the cruelest possible states. Yeah, it's awful. And it's a complete waste of, I don't know, our money. It's um, our money. It's our money. And if you didn't have a better solution for what to do with these these legal migrants, these these new people in our country, you could have used some of that money to I don't know, hire experts to tell you what you could do to help you know, that this this issue. Like what why why is the dumbest idea in the room the one we're spending the money on? Yeah, it, it would be really nice. I'm Actually, this might be a pretty good idea. I'd love if um, people at the state level in Texas, um, actually, this is just coming to me, if they were to spend any of our state's money hiring experts who know dick about anything... <laughs> Right. Like if, if they were to spend money on people to tell them how to, I don't know, effectively govern, uh, that would be nice. Yeah, you know, just take a little bit of the money that I give you uh, every paycheck. That's not true. No income tax. Take a little bit of the money I give you every time I buy something or every every year that I live in my house. Take some of that money and for the love of God... Hire someone that can teach you how to run the state better. Yeah, hire someone who can teach you how to be a, a decent human being and care about the lives of the people who actually live in your state and don't do anything that will actually kill them. Yeah, or just, you know, don't make the state look bad. You know, as someone who lives here, it's already bad enough with all the other bullshit you do. Don't go out of your way to spend millions of dollars of taxpayer money pulling weird publicity stunts that honestly blew up in your face. So why did you keep doing them? Yeah, I mean, honestly, as someone who will live here probably for decades, it would be nice if our state didn't look like an infantile death cult to everyone else. Yeah, it would, it would be nice if uh, our our relatives who have different life experiences from us didn't fear for their lives traveling to this state. That yeah, would be nice. It would be cool if the uh, the cool cousin on uh, my wife's side of the family didn't look at me in Thanksgiving and just with very concerned eyes ask me, "How do you live in Texas?" 
Yeah, I mean, good question. And uh, I've got no answer. She's got me there. Um, mm, yeah, I mean, the know. answer is we, we live in Austin, and even then we're barely scraping by. Yeah, it is. It's getting dire out here. But uh, yeah, so uh, if Joe Biden, if you're listening to this, you're the president, you're probably very busy. Don't give Texas any more money, right? I'm going to say period. Right. Uh, we don't Almost need it. Yeah. doesn't even matter what it's for, because if you're giving it to these people, you know what they're going to do with it. Yeah, they're going to spend it on like border stuff that doesn't matter because who cares? Yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna spend three hundred million dollars giving all the Confederate statues outside of police stations AR-15s. <laughs> you know, update them for modern times. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 gotta we gotta give old Stonewall an AR-15 with an optic sight on it. Yeah, exactly. I just. Don't, we're going to waste the money. And honestly, with our deficit where it is and the military spending that we keep approving, we don't need to give Texas any more money to literally light on fire. And uh, if we pay taxes, that can go to like infrastructure and schools and stuff. But if anything's actually going to like end up in the coffers of people who make decisions, let's just send that to a better state. Yeah, any other state could use this more so than Texas. If if money is not going into the infrastructure of Texas, don't send it to Texas. Yeah, I'll build roads and trains, but every bit of excess, send that shit straight to Oregon. Why the hell am I paying tolls to drive on roads that are already built if Greg Abbott can just ask the president for money? Yeah, just beg. Yeah. So dumb. I hate it. But we're going to live here for decades. For at least 10 years, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you know, just that we got that river. Elaborate? It's a, there's, it's, I don't know, there's a pretty cool river that runs through Austin. That's a big reason why I live here. Do you just live here for Town Lake? Town Lake's great. Okay. It's very active. It's very fun. There's a lot of cool stuff to do. It's actually a very small city, so getting around isn't a pain. Yeah. I, I guess it's clean. Yeah, it's clean. Well, some of that is for a bad reason. Uh, I like Austin. I really I really like the people here. I like the businesses. I like the, the general vibe, no matter how much that has changed. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Maybe that'll stay, or maybe it won't. And then we'll all move to friggin' Montana. Um, the good news is, uh, you know, Elon Musk is going to bankrupt Twitter and hopefully that takes down Tesla too. So oh, that all, all of the grody people who moved here following Elon Musk will leave. Yeah, that is, uh, that is the hope. And then all the, um, all the Joe Rogan people, once he is, uh, injured in experimental ball therapy, will, right. the scales will once again fall from their eyes. I have this trend lately on the podcast where I say one turn of phrase that I particularly like, and I use it 17 times, uh, but the scales will fall from their eyes and then they'll move back to whatever hovels they crawled out of. And then we'll just have the people who moved here for Emma Stone and we'll be a better, we'll be a better place. Ah, oh, the Stonies. The Stoners. The Stoners. The Emma Stoners. Wow. The Emma Stoners. Wow. wow. What else has she been in? 
Um, uh, I La La Joker. <laughs> she wasn't. Was she, she? What? What are you talking about? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. I don't think Suicide she Squad. Either. Wow. You're thinking of you're thinking of Charlize Theron. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Margot Robbie. I'm intentionally confusing the two of them. <laughs> Emma St- <laughs> Wow, I played 4D chess and lost against myself. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but you only lost in the fourth dimension, so no one could perceive it. Oh, good, because time is just a construct of capitalism to make us feel as though we are missing out on great, great deals this weekend at your local JCPenney. At your local JCPenney, buy a shoe, get the other one for free. <laughs> buy a shoe, get a shoe, get the fuck out, shoe. <laughs> buy one, get one, which is to say, if you buy one, you get the one that you bought. Yeah, buy one, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Still BOGO. We got your money. We don't need you here anymore. Buy a shoe, leave. That's all you can buy. JCPenney. Oh, what did we learn today, John? Uh, this was a dark one. Uh, probably because I there was a theme. I don't know if you picked up on it. Um, there was a, a... You know, I appreciate it because we typically try to shy away... From talking about super recent politics, because we both get pretty worked up. But it's nice to get worked up every once in a while. Yeah, I, I felt we'll get this all of this out of the way now. We'll get all of our political stuff out of the way now. And that's just going to free us up to be free and fun. We're going to have a ton of fun. We're going to go over the Golden Globes next week. Apparently, they're happening right now. They're happening literally right now, so this will come out a week and a half after <laughs> the Golden Amazing. Globes, which will be great. Um, er, good early signs from the Golden Globes tonight. We won't spoil it. Yeah, why would we do that? waiting a week and a half to listen to us talk about it, but... Good early signs. Also, everyone watch RRR on Netflix, please. Uh, should we do an RRR supplemental reading? Uh, yes, I've seen that movie like five times. Okay, I, I, we're gonna, we're gonna find. Oh a time my god, to... we finally first supp- I am so down with the first supplemental reading of 2022 being RRR. Do we when we do it? Do we spell reading with three R's, or is that offensive? Uh, it's not offensive. We absolutely can. The R's stand for something? Yeah, it's like... Do you find out in the movie? No, I think it stands for Rise, Roar, Revolt. Oh, that sounds awesome. That do sounds, want, that sounds do, great. Do you want me to give you like the tagline for what the movie actually is, and this doesn't... Uh, th- this isn't what... Okay, so essentially, two people from the same time period in India's history, right? Okay. That were essential to the revolution. The movie supposes that they met. It, it's like if we wrote historical fan fiction, Amazing. but like John Adams being really good friends with, I don't know, Benjamin Franklin or whatever. Okay. Uh, that's a bad analogy. It's a great premise. It's a fantastic movie. It's damn near three hours long. Uh, please everyone go, go watch it. This movie needs, it, it, it needs you. It's so good. Uh, kind of tempted to say that like everything ever all at once and RRR were my favorite movies from that year. 
Well, that's great. Yeah. So everybody check out RRR. We're going to do a supplemental reading. It'll be the first supplemental reading of 2023, uh, RRR. And so if you, if you want to be in the know and understand everything, everything we say in that episode, check out RRR in the meantime. Absolutely. It's on Netflix. Everyone has Netflix. And of course we cannot do that next week because we got to catch up on the Golden Globes because we yeah. made a promise. But maybe the following week. Yeah. And I need time to watch it and digest it, digest, digest eat it. <laughs> yeah. And of course it's, it's a long movie. So James Cameron rules. You got to pee while you watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you are, don't leave. <laughs> Just right there. Yeah. Where, you where you feel watching. the urge way of water. Let it flow. RRR in the way of water. Should we have also done a supplemental reading about the new Avatar? Avatar RRR? That would be very hard to do, John, because I am refusing to see it. Oh, that that would make it really tough, but I think we'd uh, overcome that difficulty eventually. Uh, I'm going to wait until it's out on Disney Plus in a month. Oh, we uh, we canceled our Disney Plus because we never watch it. Uh, So I'm never going to watch Andor. (laughs) Oh, dang. You said you were? No, I was going to watch it, and then I would tell you if it's good or not. Have not started it yet. We're still, we're working on it. we got a lot to do this year. A lot to do this year. The year of doing. I just have one question for you before we go into the social media plugs. Henry. Uh, John? Did this episode by, these are your words, Senator. These are your words. Was this, did this episode feature a well-researched topic? Yeah, all the, all of the topics that I talked about tonight were pretty well. I brought up a law to read to read the 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 verbiage of a law, John. Hmm, let me consider, let me weigh my verdict. Yes. Oh my I, god. I concur. <laughs> this, this is going to be well hard topic. Um, and it's not on my bingo sheet, so I'm going to keep uh, phoning it in. Oh my every God. Okay. Week. Yeah. But if you want to phone in to us, you can't cause we don't have a phone number. Uh, but if we did Henry, our phone number would be our phone number would be. Yeah. If we had a phone number, what would it be? It's not, it's not hard. Do you want to give us num? You want me to give you numbers? One eight hundred. I'll get. I'll make it easy for you. We can't. We can't afford a one eight hundred. Okay, one six hundred. Okay, wait, one nine hundred. Okay, then there we we'll make now some we're, money. Now we're, wait, what? That, that's that used to be the prefix for phone sex lines. In the <laughs> wait, I didn't know. Okay, one nine hundred. What do you want from me right now? Numbers. And they also have to correspond to numbers on the keypad, and it has to spell something funny. I don't know how to do this, humor. It's hard. Okay, and if you don't want to phone in to us, because you can't, uh, you can contact us on the internet, uh, including the soon-to-be-bankrupt. If our free space is anything, you go by twitter.com. You can reach out to us on twitter.com at, oh, I got like a weird vocal jammer thing, uh, ZCPCWHJ on twitter.com. And I believe Henry knows what that stands for. 432-8961. 
That's right, and if you want to send us a longer series of numbers, perhaps a little cipher, Caesar cipher, quick aside, my wife and I played one of these hunt-a-killer games. You've seen them at Target when you're buying your 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 blenders, your good and gathers. Hunt-a-killer? Uh, yeah, so it's like a, a contained murder mystery. Like, they give you all the evidence, newspaper clippings, whatever, and you're supposed to try to deduce... Who killed someone? It's actually pretty cool. And then you open an envelope at the end to see if you're right. So you can only play it once. Oh, uh, okay. And then you just like give it to people. We're thinking about giving it to you guys so you can play it. That sounds fun. Um, I was going to say something about that. I was kind of frustrated by it. Anyway, if cool. you want to hunt us, killer, you can hunt us via email at uh, email at zerocredits.net. Here's something that we need to figure out. Our email forwarder is broken, and I spent like three hours working on it. I can't figure out what's going on. Oh, weird. So in the meantime, you can contact us via email at zerocreditsisapodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I'm sorry it's broken. The website is a thousand percent working fine. Yeah, the website's fine, and for some reason... When you email it, you get a bounce back like 36 hours later. Like it takes a long time to get a bounce back. And I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm thinking about contacting customer support. Oh, we'll see. that's going to lead to a very fruitful conversation. Oh, I'm sure the, the, the bargain basement uh, namespace company that I used for this has great customer support. Uh, but if you want to support us, you can listen to this podcast. Just kidding. You already are. And I'm sure you got that for a podcast service. Unless you're browsing the dark web, you little freaky, silky boy. Silk? Oh, Silk <laughs> like Road. Silk Road. Um, that got shut down. Uh, join drugs. me on the Silk Road too. I got videos that are educational breast rubbing. Oh my god! Uh, not <laughs> pornography, but if you have friends who want to listen to rubbing a butt, <laughs> what is happening? If you have friends who want to listen to podcasts, I'm sure they can find this podcast too. We're on every podcast search thing. This such is such as this is Pod Chaser, Good Pods, Pod Damn America. Uh, that's just a podcast. It is just a podcast. Um, one of those people lived in Austin or lives, I don't know. Um, <laughs> saw their sticker in the bathroom of hotel Vegas. I don't know what that is, right? A sticker. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> oh, you, uh, jerk. <laughs> we're, we're also on Spotify, home of Joe Rogan. Peter Atia and all of the men who live in Austin now who are old but have muscles. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. Please, uh, Apple Podcasts is a good way to find out about us. Uh, what is happening? Laughing you? in the background. <laughs> okay. I don't know if she's laughing at what she hears or is having her own little jokes. A great way for people to find out about the podcast is to leave a rating and review on any of those podcasts uh services but the best way for people to find out about the podcast is for you to go to all of your friends who are men who are too old to have muscles but they have muscles anyway and tell them to listen to the podcast because word of the mouth is the only way we can survive uh i'm uh, my wife stopped laughing and now i'm wondering if i stopped being funny or if she's doing something else and it just happens to not be funny anymore i don't know 
And from everyone here at John's Wife's Laughing Studios, we want to wish you a happy week. Oh, that was a good vibrato. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. I uh I could not drop the radio. I still can't drop the radio voice. I I think I have a radio voice. Yeah. I think our voices change when you put the microphones in front of us cuz usually when we talk we're like ah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's exactly what we sound like.